class gonna go. It's the syllabus. I'm gonna do what the B say do. You do what the DJ name say. And burn. Just to burn one down. Burn one and saute. If you ever try Gucci, man, you might burn one. Got your boy too pleasing in this thing. You got Rodney in here. Let's go ahead and break him off with that uh social media roll call real quick. Alright, you can get at us at Burn One Podcast. Uh that's the number one. Of course, because we're the number one podcast on these motherfucking streets. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. If you wanna find us on uh SoundCloud, it's also the number one. If you're searching us in the podcasting app, just spell it out. You can get at me on Twitter at this is Boston and on Instagram at uh, Rodney Boston. That's right. That's right. Uh, and you can get at your boy at Agent Ocho Eight. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Apple Connect. Uh, I'm gonna save you with all the other ones. I'm a, I'm really just ready to let this rock real quick. For sure. Is Kanye winning hearts back? Uh, I mean, he never left my heart. Um, I think these are just rough times for for your boy. I really can't explain it, but uh, not to say I'm supporting what he's doing, but I'm not with the canceling culture shit. So, uh, you know, I believe he can make a comeback. And if this is the start, then I mean, shit. He's he's in the right direction. He really is. People say they don't want to see Kanye back on his soul um, yeah, they gospel do. flow, but they, yes, do. they do. They really do. <clears throat> they really fucking do. And I don't know this compilation of videos that came across my Instagram. <laughs> Shit is funny. I don't know. It, the whole musical genius thing, separating the man from the music. I can kind of do that with Kanye, but he's undeniably a musical genius. Yeah, for sure. In my opinion. Yeah, but that nigga do some off the wall, but this ain't about the off the wall. I guess it's just about the music and I'm fucking with it. Definitely. I'm ready to see what else comes from it because uh, apparently this is a weekly thing that they, they're doing out there. Yeah, it has been for some time I'm hearing. Yeah, I think on the Joe Bum podcast, I think Rory said it's been like a month, month and a half they've been doing this. Yeah. So every Sunday, everybody dressed up in white and it's like some choir people get around and kind of get on that. Uh, I think it looked like an NPC. Yeah. He got, and he get on his new God flow. And uh, yeah, you know, they just rock out. I fuck with it. I fuck with it too. Hopefully that's what the new album sounds like. Yeah, you never know nice. with Kanye though. It would Honestly, be nice. you really never fucking know with that nigga, bro. Like, I don't care if it was like all soul beats, like every track. I hope so, but like if he gave us a fifty 
track album with 50 soul beats on it, I would He's be not happy. 50 songs. I know, I'm yeah. exaggerating, but yeah, you getting 10, maybe. <laughs> Maybe ten these days from a Kanye album. Well, if I got five Kanye albums with all soul beats, I would be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> he does seem like he's back in a good headspace, though, which seems this, which is always good for the music, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you never know with Kanye. Just waiting and. Trying to go and get that out the way. Just wait and see what he do. Does he have a date? Have, has anyone heard a date yet? Or? I don't know. What is Chance saying? I think I think Kanye speaks through Chance now. People are listening to Chance still? <laughs> what? Yeah, people still. Yeah, Chance is that nigga. No, oh, okay. I thought Chance kind of fell off a little bit. Oh, what? Yeah. I take. I take. I mean, in his... <coughs> I've, you know, when he was dropping all those uh, singular... Songs, the singles, the <laughs> singular um, songs. But he wasn't dropping the whole album. You know what I'm saying? He had specific yeah. artwork for each and every song that he yeah. dropped, like recently. Which you he, you could compile to say it was a, a an album, an EP, an EP. But um, it obviously wasn't presented that way. So all right. I but think I like the first chance. Half. I heard Chance said he was coming out with his first album. What was coloring book? What was any social experience album? I don't know. I think this is just something I heard in passing, though. Like, I wasn't really paying attention when I heard it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's what what, what was said. Uh, the nigga says he claims to be independent, which I don't even totally believe that. I mean, I get... I get how you can be independent and have partnerships with people, but he has connections. Like he has personal connections. Yeah. Which I mean, yes, you can still technically say that you're independent, but with the type of connections that he has, you had more than a little help. Yeah, for but no sure. No knock on it. You know, still rock the independent chain, but he's very. Um, Ambiguous, I guess it's to say when it comes to uh, talking about being independent these days. Yeah. Because he's so big. It's like, how is someone this big independent? independent. Yeah. yeah. So, no, shout out to Chance, though. I understand it. All right. Well, Chance be helping even, the schools. I don't have a, uh, yeah, he do be helping schools, right? Speaking of schools. Oh, okay. All right. Right. That was a nice one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's a crazy situation, a chaotic, chaotic situation in the MNPS uh, school system right now. Okay. Um, it's just really some. What the it, fuck is going on? What's going on? Uh, so I think there's a rule now for teachers. Like where they can't really discipline the kids like that, and when you say discipline, like what are we, no, what are we like about? I don't know about they can't send them to the principal's office, but like it affects like the teachers, like in a in a bad way. If, like too many of their kids get sent to the to, to the principal's offices. How is that like, the teacher's fault? In I don't most cases. Uh, I don't know. Like there's a. A video that uh, we can we can run real quick. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, 
They uh, yeah, they get they get more in depth into it than you know me because you know I ain't coming with no facts. <laughs> there we go. It's probably gonna be an ad. I really hope not. It is. <laughs> Guess what kind of ad it is at that? It's a Wendy's ad. But I haven't muted, so we're not. Yeah. Now I'm getting no free sponsorships right here. Fuck none. Help me understand what you're experiencing every day. Chaos. Oh. Chaos? Just chaos. Right. I mean, there's just no accountability for the students. More than any other issue, these veteran Metro Schools educators say that student discipline, or the lack of it, has become a huge concern under Dr. Sean Joseph as the school's director tries to dramatically reduce the number of students being suspended. That is Students are in school and they're disruptive and they're running through the halls and they are using profanity and hurting other students. Elementary guidance counselor Constance Wade and these teachers from across Nashville acknowledge that Joseph's push to keep children in school, especially children of color, is a good idea. But that hasn't stopped students from taking advantage of those good intentions. You reduce discipline because we cannot um, we cannot suspend students. But then by the same token, you've kind of opened up a Pandora's box because students aren't always feeling like they get consequences so they continue. Mm-hmm. Students walk in and out of classes. They walk out. Yeah, yeah, no, and I got you. Like, bro, like I can't even imagine, nigga, if if Hillsborough had this shit while we was in school. I feel like, and I don't, I honestly don't know how kids act these days, but um, that whole them having to send the student to the principal. What's the? Why is that a knock against the teachers? How how do they get penalized for that? Uh, well, why should they get penalized for that? That doesn't make any sense. That isn't their fault at all. Kids are fucking dicks. Like <laughs> everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Yeah, that that shit is wild. What else does the principal have to do if you can't send them to? I mean, you send them to what? The guidance counselor? You send them to that? The vice most principal? Most of them don't the, have like this yeah. guidance counselor is really a thing. But you can. Yeah. Uh, like I think they they end up talking about that later on in this, but yeah, because like I can't a little bit. I can't remember like the last time. Right, go back now, because that part was crazy. <laughs> what she has to say? Yeah, just play it from right there. Yeah, you saw where they were kicked out of the judges' cha- the courthouse because that of their was, behavior. This part was crazy too. <laughs> Picture that in the classroom. We can't kick them out like the judge did. And I had a student that actually threatened to kill me. And when I brought that to the attention of the principal um, at the school I was at at the time, uh, they laughed and they would not do anything with a student. You're saying that a student threatened to kill you and there were no consequences. That's correct. That's actually happened twice. I was injured in December um, by a child that um, we knew had a lot of issues and I called for help and no one would come. But Joseph invoked images from the movie Gladiator during a recent meeting with principals where he suggested that teachers who want students suspended are like the crowd crying for blood. Your teachers sometimes are like that gladiator stadium. Like they want blood. They want blood and they want you to feed them. They want you to feed them raw meat. We played the clip for the teachers. I'm speechless. And appalled. This is our leader saying this. 
if we want blood, if that's how you want to say it, it's because we can't teach. And if we can't teach, the students can't learn. And if the students can't learn, that's a very threat to our democracy. There you go. We just want to teach. That's crazy. That is crazy. Like, it's I don't know than, how I would feel if I was a teacher and, like, the I superintendent said that shit. I don't know how I was a student who actually, you know, cared and wasn't a part of the problem. You're just, you know, being affected by it. Yeah. Like, that is Can a distraction. Can you say much at that age, especially? Are are you of the... I feel like once the students say something, and I know they don't have much authority or much say in anything, but... You know, I'm sure that's not gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. That's like asking like the kids to police themselves. Like, exactly. is that really gonna happen? That's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But the fact or that if you the are, teacher, you just expect them, you just like basically throwing the people who are going, the few who might try and say something like to just get thrown under the bus because them kids gonna get bullied to death. Nigga. Like, oh, they're gonna, they gonna take that. They're gonna take that kid ass up. Yeah, but. I feel like if you don't have any other option than to send that child to the principal's office, you don't want to send them to security. You don't want to do anything like that, but you have nowhere else to send them and they acting the ass. Keep them in the class. No, that's a distraction. You have to deal with that now. And now that fucks up your lesson plan and everything like that. So, yeah, what like what are you to do? What are you to do? You're there's the superintendent and whoever the fuck this nigga is is supposed to be here to help kids learn. This is obviously. And then when the whole class like grades go down, then then what you gonna say? You gonna blame the teacher again? Like it's there's crazy. no accountability. Because it was brought to my attention through one of my like definitely I'd say Patel was the top three teacher for me. And that I encountered in life, definitely at Hillsboro though. Yeah. But um, you know, I follow him on on social media, and he was talking about how it made him feel because you know he's he was talking about how he's out here like after school at at students' jobs, like help, helping them learn. Like, and he gets doesn't get paid anything extra for that at all. At like, all. <laughs> It's so much stuff that, like, I know for a fact that he did, like, on the extra side to help us learn. Like, and he's a very good teacher, so he can control a classroom. But there were definitely times when, like, I had teachers who might not necessarily have been a bad teacher, but weren't, wasn't necessarily able to control the classroom, like, how he might have been. Yeah. So I can only imagine like now like and you can't send a student to the to the principal's office like what are you going to do? You send them to the corner? You send them just out <laughs> in the hallway? What are you they going to leave? Walk around. I had an Uber driver a few weeks ago that was telling me he uh, he's a teacher on the side. Well, not on the side. He does a Uber substitute on the side. teacher. No, he's an actual teacher. Oh, he's he does a teacher Uber, and Uber on, the side. on the side. Yeah. And um he said he's just never seen it in all of his years of teaching. He said he was teaching about, um, he's been teaching about 13 years. He says now more than ever, he just sees kids just roaming the hallways during school. He's like, don't you have somewhere to be? And they're like, <laughs> they're like no. <laughs> they got kicked out of class. What do you do? What do you do? You just kick the kid out of class and now he's roaming the halls. Then he's going to probably go home. 
And then he's gonna get in trouble for that. So that's crazy because I remember when we were skipping, nigga. Like, I mean, not that I was skipping a lot or like, sure, you know, yeah. Like I was in school, like just dip off to the gym, like, and that'd be hard. Like it was hard to skip. Like nigga, be in the hallways the whole class period. Yeah, like like just chilling. Like y'all out there thugging, thugging. Yeah, they don't <laughs> give a fuck. But I mean, who gives a fuck? They're not gonna get. There are no consequences. Yeah, so I mean, I think it just kind of puts like teachers in a bad position because, like, for the teachers that are good, it's like, what are we to do? And it's like, like, damn, like, how am I? Like, I can't win. Like, I literally can't win. Like, and, at like all. I'm sure it's like demoralizing at some point. Like, and it doesn't help that Tennessee's one of the worst school districts in the country. And then for teachers that are, because they're like, let, let me be clear, there are teachers that don't give a fuck. Yeah, there are but definitely you teachers. do have a lot that really care that yes, actually are, give a fuck. But I just wanted to like let like say that there are also teachers that are bad. There are bad teachers out there. Um, but for those bad teachers, like if you just make it a a worse situation, like shitty, like. If they're already like a bad teacher, like now that they can't send like the bad students somewhere and to have them dealt with, like, or I don't want to say dealt with, but to have them disciplined or like to be out of class so the rest of the class can still possibly learn something, like, they're just gonna be like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll just leave. <laughs> teacher gonna leave. Don't need this anymore. <laughs> I've had teacher spaz. Like we've all seen our teachers spaz. Yes, and, and that's not cool though. That like, isn't cool. It's really not. That isn't cool at all. But I've seen teachers <laughs> cry. I've seen te- plenty of teachers cry in class, and it's just like, what do you do? Yeah, cause like I ain't gonna lie, like in the moment that I definitely wasn't thinking like this shit ain't cool. Like yeah, I was there laughing like a motherfucker. Like nah, that shit funny I mean, as I fuck. That shit wasn't cool, but I mean it's funny, but that shit's not cool. Like, okay, yeah, like okay, yeah. same. It's, but and I would never be the one to make the exactly, teacher cry. I, so it's yeah, like, but I also wasn't gonna be like the one to stand up and be like, hey, like y'all chill out. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like I was just definitely gonna sit in the back and laugh. Like when this shit happened. Nah, I had one teacher. She was she was my Spanish teacher, uh, Miss Brisky. Yeah, oh, don't put her out there like that. She done, she cried a few times. She was a young teacher too. She was probably like a couple years out, fresh out of college, teaching in high school. So, I don't think I ever had any teachers like start crying. Hmm. Nah, I don't think so. I think maybe like senior year, our English teacher might have got mad like one time and like, but I don't think she okay. was. Yeah. yeah, definitely. She spazzed. Yes. Yeah, she spazzed. That was hilarious. Oh uh, yeah. But um, yeah, we're reminiscing. Um, they really they need to get paid more. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause there's just not enough tools in the in. Inside of schools Like There should be like More guidance counselors Like I don't remember I can probably count On the number Of times Like on one hand That I've seen That I like Actually talked to my guidance counselor So I was in school Same 
Shit, or that might to be, talk to the guidance counselor. Or that might be throughout fucking like all of school, like from all of grade school, right? From yeah. ele- from elementary to high school. Hmm. Like I might have been to the guidance counselor, talked to the guidance counselor, like maybe five times throughout my whole like schooling career. Like that's crazy. Never needed to really go, but uh, you probably did and didn't know. Probably. Oh well. And I think I mean yeah, it's cool because I mean I'm kind of the same way. I'm definitely like a an advocate for people to go to like therapy and shit like that if you need it. Yeah, but back in the day I wasn't going to counseling. But yeah, I mean I wasn't going to counseling either. But yeah. I mean there, like I said, there's definitely kids that needed it. Like a lot of the kids oh, yeah. that and, and the they kids who needed it, I feel like they got are, it because you know there were kids who needed it. I didn't need it as bad as they needed it. I don't think I needed guidance no. counseling. Like compared that. to like the kids that probably got it, yeah. Right. I did like senior senior year, like seeing being an office worker, you kinda get to see like yeah. stuff like that. You so, see the situations and you see what people are going through. Exactly. Sure. So like I'm sure, yeah, compared to them, but I mean that doesn't mean that all the other kids should be neglected. You're right, but you have extreme cases. So True. You know, you would like to resolve those first. But those yeah. be a priority. So I just wanted to give my opinion on that whole situation. I mean, hell, if we gonna stick on some sad shit. Shout out to my nigga Patel. Yeah, shout out to Patel. Um <laughs> R. Kelly got bailed out. I guess, yeah. That, <sighs> well, first of all, let let people know that he, he did go to jail. Yeah. He was there for a few days, but apparently he didn't bail himself out. His bond was what one million dollars, so he had to pay a hundred K to get out. I believe so, yes. Um now usually I don't do this, but uh go ahead on break him off with the free of the remix. No, that's not cool. That's not cool, is it? <laughs> did the remix come out before the original song? Um I don't know if it it probably came out at the same time. I can't remember the original Ignition without the remix. I think I've heard Ignition, the original cut, maybe twice. <laughs> now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my Lexus cool. That's why I'm I feel like she will listen to this hasn't heard this in a while, so I'll let it ride for a little bit. I just want to let y'all know that Rodney is the one controlling the music right now. I didn't even let it get to the hood. I let it stop. Okay, okay. let it rock to the hood. Okay. You saved yourself. I did. So yeah, okay. so he uh, he got arrested and um he turned himself in. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. He turned himself in. Yeah. Well, I guess technically he got arrested, but yeah, he turned himself in. Um. I think he was there for like maybe two days, two, three days. Yeah. Uh, When he got dropped off, he had two of his his female associates with him. I believe Mm -hmm. those same two female associates uh, 
were with him when they picked him up and made a trip to Mickey D's. Yeah. And I would like to point out uh, the woman who bailed R. Kelly out for $100,000 uh, was identified to the court document uh, in court documents as a friend. Come to find out, the friend is actually 47 year old woman from Romeoville, Illinois, named Valencia Love. <laughs> Uh, it is unsure how Love and Kelly are acquainted, but what is known is that she owns several businesses, including restaurants as well as the Lord and Christ- oh, and Child Christian Daycare. They just had to throw that in the story, which you makes it nasty. sick. You are nasty. You're a nasty, 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 nasty woman. This contradiction of an accused child rapist being bonded out by a child care worker is just another bizarre antic that goes hand in hand with some people's infatuation with Robert Kelly. Yeah, this is some bullshit. I'm starting to not really understand it. The R. Kelly hype. Because this is should be a cancelable cancelable offense. Right? Okay, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm with the canceling of this nigga though. Right, but it's it's well justified though. Is it of R. Kelly? Oh, oh I thought you meant uh, people who hadn't like distanced themselves from him. Oh, no, nah, yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna be honest with you. Remix to ignition don't like didn't even bob like that when I just played it. It didn't hit like it used to hit. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> I didn't even feel about You can lie over these audio waves, but when we get some video in here, <laughs> you're know, gonna be fucked up, boy. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. It just didn't hit like it used to hit. Uh, so That's my first really time hearing. Showed it. out if if it was before all of this, you really would have showed out then, huh? If it was uh, pre-documentary, yeah, probably. But it's been years <laughs> since I've heard this song. Uh, like I haven't gone out of my I just haven't gone out of my way in a long time to listen to R. Kelly this is like way before the documentary ever came out oh yeah me neither and you only hear this song like when you're out unless you just yeah, want to listen to it yeah I think definitely the last time I heard that song was like while I was out fucking cookout or something no not at a cookout no, like man, I was at man, a, a, a bar or some shit oh what bar you go to they playing that I think I was in Cali Oh, okay, I was about to say he was not down here. Nah. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> at all. Or no, they might have played it at uh at Whiskey Dicks in the back. <sighs> Fucking whiskey dicks. Jesus. Yeah, back to them days, man. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else is on the shit? Um nah, bro. Speaking of other motherfuckers that's in trouble. That boy Michael Cohen went in front of uh Fall Five. Yeah, he went in Fall front of Fall Five to get today. ready. Um, I really wish I could just give y'all an in-depth dissertation of what this man said. Okay, dissertation. But, like this nigga has really been on his, and it would just be better for y'all to hear some of the shit that he said and take. Take it as you want to take it. Are you about um, to play some? Yeah. Okay. Before you before you do that, I just want to like, <laughs> I just thought about something like while I was watching like the shit because it's so funny like how in I guess like the political and like corporate world like snitching is the shit. No, but listen, Michael Cohen's situation is 
it's pretty different. particular because he got the mob on his ass. Yeah, I know. And his family is like endangered. So he has to be very careful with what he says. Oh, like, he got like the real mob on him. The Russian mob, yes. Oh, oh. Because apparently someone in the Russian mob who Trump, I think his name was Felix something. God damn it. Um, not only worked in Trump's offices, worked on the same floor, didn't even pay rent for the office. He was a part of or a former member of the um, Russian mob. Whenever Trump was asked about him, he'd be like, he doesn't really know the guy. And in one like specific um, interview, he was like, if he was in a room full of people, he wouldn't be able to point them out, which are both lies. Like that's that's a lie. Mm -hmm. He worked in Trump Tower on the same floor as this man. And that's just like one extra tidbit to him colluding with Russia and being in cahoots with Russia. And half of this hearing was them just asking him about like himself like just asking Michael Cohen about Michael Cohen and like Mm -hmm. shit he's done and it came a point in time in the uh, hearing where he was like I honestly thought y'all had called me here to ask me what I know about Trump like dead ass that's what he said and so like that's what they started doing like dead hard on him and I wish I could find the clip that's crazy my response the president has told some go to Mr. Connolly all I wanted to say is I just find it interesting sir that between yourself and your colleagues that not one question so far since I'm here has been asked about President Trump that's actually why I thought I was coming today not to not to confess the mistakes that I've made I've already done that and I'll do it again every time you ask me about taxes or mistakes yes I made my mistakes I'll say it now again and I'm going to pay the ultimate price but I'm not here today and the American people don't care about my taxes they want to know what it is that I know about Mr. Trump and not one question so far has been asked about Mr. Trump Mr. Connolly yep he said I'm ready to snitch nigga yeah he's like I'm ready ask me whatever the fuck you need to ask me there's so much in this interview Acasio Cortez no catch and kill operations oh shit uh, yeah, Alexandria uh, had damaging Cortez conditions. she got her questions off my colleague from Vermont had asked you uh, several questions about AMI, the parent, compa- the parent company of the National Enquirer. And uh, in that, you mentioned a treasure trove, a quote, treasure trove of documents in David Pecker's office relating to information assembled from all these catch and kill operations um, against people who potentially had damaging information on the president. You also mentioned that the president was very concerned about the whereabouts of these documents and who possessed them. Does that treasure trove of documents still exist? I, I don't know. I had asked David Pecker for them. I know y'all don't give a fuck about none of that shit right there. But <laughs> <laughs> I just had y'all I just needed y'all to listen to her get her shit off. Um <laughs> he got un, he's under a lot of shit. He's obviously going to jail. Mm-hmm. But that's fed, been known. Like fed, fed. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like three years or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Which he's going to try to get reduced, obviously, but... 
I'm there was sure one point in time which was hilarious. One of the people up there was uh, obviously a Repu- Republican. I forget from which state, and um, basically calling the hearing which he was a part of, just trying to get uh, dirt on President Trump rather than highlight Mr. Cohen. And he was like, from what I've known and. Um, you know what the short time that I've met with Mr. Trump, he was a good man, a good person. Calling like I automatically called him a racist, a common. Well, he did do that, but not in this uh, specific response. He was like, um, you know, over the short time that I met Mr. Trump, he seemed like a good person, a good man and all that. Cone like debunked him right off the bat and was like, yeah, you know him for a short time, but I've been his lawyer for 13 years. And hmm. he just went on a whole spill of like how well he knows Mr. Trump and how he is a liar and everything of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it was just really funny to see because he really shut that guy up. <laughs> and people like people have mixed feelings on Michael Cohen. Yeah, because I've been seeing that's what I was about to bring up because I mean, if what he's saying now is true, that means he also lied on the stand under oath. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. So, I'm sure a lot of the people's points on... One of them even pointed out on that. They were like, uh, who's to say that you are telling the truth? Right. Yeah. So, and he said uh, that Trump lied under oath in a specific uh, hearing. He also said that it's been at least 500 times Trump has gotten someone to threaten someone else with either legal action or some type of intimidation. Yeah, I've seen that. Over five, about 500 times. Over the past 10 years, I think they said. Ridiculous. And that's the man that's running the country. Five. five. Like. Hey, four, five is a motherfucker, boy. Man, it really is. He really is a bitch. And I'm sad to say that he's probably going to be here for another six years. But they could get him the fuck out of here, like, right now. It ain't going to happen. It needs to happen. I, it do need to happen. But, I mean, just me knowing how fucked up this country is when it comes to situations like this, when it seems like the shit should be easy, clear as day, yeah, easy peasy, they're not going to do that shit. No, nah, they're not going to do that shit. They're going to have to prove me wrong. They probably won't. Yep. But that's all we got on the Michael Cohen situation. Don't come to us about much political bullshit because we don't really got it for you like that. We're going to give you this, and that's about it. Yeah. I know where we stand on the shits. Uh, let's brighten up the mood, though, a little bit. <laughs> oh I'm not trying to talk about that nigga Trump, bro. This, nigga, this man is a fool. Shit get taken down, you know. Exactly. I just wanna... get taken down, yeah, okay. bro. Shut the fuck uh, up. Alrighty. Shut up. Alrighty then. God damn. We can play a little bit of music. <laughs> I ain't playing the whole song. 
Gunner, what's the shit called? I don't know why. Drip a drown too. That's what it is. What do you rate it? Out of ten. Uh out of ten. I give it like a six point seven five. Six point seven five. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was giving it like a seven, so I'm not too far off. Um it could grow to be a, a eight or nine if it ages well. Mm, I feel like Gunna got a sound that could age well. Okay. You know what I mean? So I mean I liked a lot of songs, but it wasn't just really like other than a couple songs that I really fuck with, it wasn't nothing that just like just stood out to you. Yeah, just like super stood out to me. And like kinda and it's like the songs that I really fuck with don't nobody it's songs that other people really like ain't the first ones that they run off like that's what I kind of feel like like whenever I ask somebody what their favorite songs is off the uh off the album they do it outstanding um outstanding is usually one of them but other than that like it's usually like outstanding and like but outstanding don't even always be the first one like it usually be like a couple other ones outstanding like but like everybody got their own favorite songs. Like I don't feel like it's no standout track. What's your favorite song? I don't know why. Oh. Okay. It's good that we played that. <laughs> Mine gotta be Yao Ming. That motherfucker hard. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody got a, fav- a a favorite. Everybody got a different favorite track. Like I don't feel like it's no one just super standout track that's like gonna push it like just like way over the top. Cause I heard like one of my homies, he was talking about like uh, he said that um, uh, what other song was he talking about? Baby Birkin. Baby Birkin. Yeah. Uh. Um, like the only one that I can say that I really didn't care for was Speed It Up, but that was before the album dropped. I didn't hear. I still, I still haven't listened to that. Like, it's cool. Like within the concept of the album, but when it came out as a single, I really wasn't fucking with it. You know what? I didn't even listen to the album as thinking there would be like uh, a specific um, order in the album. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think it's really like that. Like no cohe. I mean, it has a cohesive flow, but you can play it like on shuffle. On shuffle, yeah. And it'll be just fine. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like they all have like Kind of the same vibe Type shit So Yeah What about Offset That shit just came out Father of Four I fuck with it Yeah Am I fucking really Mm, Do slow Shit Yeah, so uh, I fuck with that shit. Uh, I would give that like a um, like probably a seven. <laughs> I'm be honest, I didn't listen to all of it. <laughs> I listened to the ones with the features and oh yeah, I fuck with 
I fuck with uh, Cardi shit the one, yeah. the one with him and Cardi Yeah the one with him and Cardi Cloud. Uh, Big Rug on there yeah, Of course you know He body the shit that he mm-hmm. do uh, Cole got a song Cole on there on one song You said you don't fuck with it I don't fuck with J. Cole on it I like the song as an offset song <laughs> Oh you know what I'm saying? So you just got a J. Cole bias then. These days, I guess, if I'm just being totally honest, I guess I do have a J. Cole bias because I expect more from him. <laughs> so when he's done with this, you know, when this album and Dreamville shit like come out, I'm not expecting, I don't have like high expectations for it. So I'm really looking forward to his following album. <laughs> so what if he don't give you a following album? What if this is the last album he make? Then I hope it's good I hope this album Makes me eat my words The video made me Like the song a little more The really? little child Yeah It did <laughs> I still don't like it enough To Replay it So what do you What do you think The uh, concept behind the, the Middle child video was then With like um, Him driving through the mud And All that shit <laughs> Uh, or the funny. body bags in the back being would, at the award show uh, Just all of it I guess Cause I really wouldn't I mean I liked it And so I mean I watched it And I really wouldn't Just looking for all the shit So I was peeping it But yeah. I didn't think it was just anything Overly like Just you know Like complicated Beyond what other than what it was Yeah but then they got to the end Cause I didn't I didn't the understand was The was fucking stupid In yeah. my opinion I don't understand that the baby hairs and and what, what, what was, was that? The, where were they in a grocery shop or something? A grocery? No, not that part. No, the ending. It was a real weird ending. Yeah, it, it was like the white girl came in, like they was in like a cabin or some shit. I think. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was like something in baby I forgot what they called the white girl but then it was like baby hairs was the name for the black girl I'm gonna give them something they can feel if it ain't about they can't swag, don't give a fuck I guess but yeah right here Pistol baby hairs yeah and then they went to the grocery store yeah yeah buying like yeah a pick five she was buying a like girl face like he's gonna face. have to He's going to have to dive a little more into that with whatever he puts out next. Because you don't just end on that and then that just be that. You yeah, don't explain what the fuck That's what I'm doing. saying. And it was crazy because like, that had nothing to do with anything he talked about in the song. Has nothing to do with anything he's been talking about all year. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you... So if this album is something different... Cause he was talking to the little niggas on his last album, and yeah. you know the druggies. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever the hell he's talking to this next album, hopefully I'm someone he's talking to. People who think he's fell off, <laughs> and he really hasn't. I don't even think J Cole has fell off. Although, isn't that what the next album is supposed to be called, the fall off? I think it is. <laughs> Premonition. Uh, <laughs> Strong words. I don't even think J. Cole has began to fall off. I just think his ascension has become stagnant. You know, like 
he could have done more with his talents in the same time that he's, you know, that he's had. When you're in a tier of only three people and you're third, I get it, but he's not a close third. You really feel like that? I do. I really do. I feel like J. Cole is not a close third to Kendrick 1 and Drake 2. I don't. Not right now. Not with the music he's been putting out. Crazy. What? Yes, that's just my opinion, though. Because what Drake has been putting out recently is just also great. Because Scorpion was the shit, right? It's better than KOD. Am I lying? Probably. No, (laughs) I don't think I'm lying. I think that's a true statement. It goes, damn, Scorpion, the fall off. I mean, uh, KOD. (laughs) And whatever the fuck Big Sean decides to put out. But Big Sean has been so far out of that. Fuck out of here, bro. He's been so far out of that box. So I'm ready to make the debate that if we go on to do a top four, like how niggas have been saying, Big Sean needs to fall up out of there and Wale Wale needs to be back in there. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, for real, for real. It's time to talk about that, nigga. I mean, at one point, it was just a Name a miss from Wale within the past year. Within the past year? Okay, no, I can't name you a miss. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> that, made, that made you feel good. Yeah. Big Sean hadn't put out anything, though. That's a miss. Okay. Because the last thing, what, what's the last thing Big Sean put out? I that decided. Shit with, that shit with Metro Boomin. <laughs> or at least that's what the whole that's what everybody that's else what said, the it world said. The I world said it was I thought it was straight tr- but the world said it was trash yeah <laughs> the internet said it was horrible uh, <laughs> I mean yeah you, they really are interchangeable though that fourth spot is interchangeable there's no solidified fourth spot <laughs> we're gonna be honest cause it was it was supposed to be one of them but why they can both... Wale not get that respect like he can no, but, no but he, he doesn't though he can but he doesn't because he just isn't that he's not worthy of it how <laughs> first of all it was supposed to be a solidified big five I guarantee you if one of the niggas in the top three, and I was if Wale was all right, we just gonna do top five. All right, we gonna say okay. they're the top five, right? All right, okay. I guarantee which may you, not even be true these days. I guarantee no, it is true. Uh, is it? Yeah, of the the new class, yeah, he's still five. He, there, he, he's in the top five. No one else has entered that top five. Is there anyone else too though? Nicki Minaj. Might beat out Big Sean and Wale. I'm not gonna even talk about her. Uh, okay. So like I was saying, Just if saying. any of those, if any of those four niggas called him a bitch on the main single from their album, I guarantee you he would not fold like Big Sean did. You said Big Sean folded. Have we heard a response? Was he was he talking to Big Sean? Yes. 
do we know that for yes. fact? How do we know that for fact? Bro, come on, bro. How do we know that he for fact? He was talking to this nigga, bro. Come on. How? We not know, bro. How? No, Give no, me a bro. bar. Tell <laughs> me. How? Little bitch, be humble, nigga. Yeah, that, that's to Big Sean, nigga. <laughs> That is to Big Sean. How is that to Big Sean? Nigga, the heart part four wasn't to Big Sean. You can't tell me that wasn't to Big Sean. I need to listen to the heart part four again. Oh my God. I do. So niggas <laughs> niggas just be having amnesia for the uh the conveniency of their argument. No, it's not we for know the conveniency of well, the argument. We know damn well that Kendrick has called him out multiple times. He called him out on his own song. Control. Past that. And we know Big Sean has had trouble dealing with this, right? Big Sean's had trouble dealing with beef, period, okay? Drake stole his flow. He really don't know what to do anymore, okay? Every flow he get, Drake steals it. Man, I don't care about none of that shit, bro. Big Sean weak, bro. So he's number five? Yeah. (laughs) There has to be someone else that can go in that realm of... Of rapper, Jid. No. What? He's in the same realm as Drake, J Cole, Kendrick, and. I mean, not now, but if you're talking about like, of I'm talking about guys that came out. I'm talking about guys that came out at the same time. Tiger was supposed to be that big. Tiger actually is pretty big. Can we not? <laughs> I'm just being honest. He's pretty big, right? Pulse. <laughs> yeah, Tiger is, is cool. Comeback player of the year. All right. Am I lying? Nah. Okay, just asking. <clears throat> Middle Child was mid. We covered that last episode. Gun and Offset. Y'all niggas don't even listen to Trap like that. Um... What you been on? What's what's been in your rotation recently? Um, low key, uh, the baby. Hey, that nigga hard. Yeah, that nigga's hard. His new real. tape gonna drop on uh the first. Um, the offset, the gunner. Yep. That's been in like my rotation Yeah Like I be listening to other shit too But It don't be like In rotation Like y'all just be like Damn I wanna listen to this right now Like I was listening to some Kanye earlier today Same I was listening to Common earlier today mm. Common hit harder The older you get <laughs> Cause I, I, I used to hate Common so much when I was a kid. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? This song got Common on it for? Don't nobody want to listen to his goddamn hip hoppity, <laughs> ribbity rabbity ass, bro. For real, nah. But Common, he really be spitting though. I, I appreciate his the the way he raps. Honestly, man, let's let's wrap this motherfucker up for real. Alrighty then. What we ended on? Trying to end it on the food. On food. Yay. Huh? The yay jump. With common. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you was talking about like 
a last topic for food. I'm like, nigga, what are you talking about? Anyway, nigga, it's the Burn One Podcast. <laughs> Don't forget to follow your boy at Agent Ocho 8. Yeah. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Apple Connect, coming. all that. You I'll be dropping playlists on your head top real soon. I hope you enjoy the last one. I walked in the creek. Make sure you get at me. At this is Boston on Twitter. I get y'all Instagram already, but it's obviously Rodney Boston. Cause I had to give you all the podcast. Burn one podcast. Email us. We're gonna be responding to emails on the podcast next episode. So get up at us. Again and again about these young brothers from the city of where like juice and gin in the city we blend amongst the hustle titties and scam 50s and realms y'all know the sweet wells and trucks this detail heartless females that want to ride in them felt the south side venom and raw hides and denim pimp minds collide with them a system that tries victims we living in my man in the fast lane pivoting on the block white is selling like eminem on the block, you jump off like Kim and them. On the block, it's hot, you can feel it, and you're skinning it. Shorties get the game with no instructions to assemble it. Eyes bright, it seems like the fight is dimming them. Call my man Cuzzo like I'm kin to him. He trying to stay straight, the streets is spinning him. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama lay. So I had to dig what I had to dig, cause I had to give. Until the bloom of whites Now the money coming slow But at least a nigga knows Slow motion better than It's all good in the hood Like rats and gems Throwbacks and Tims Blacks and rims Whether on ball courts With tires of all sorts We never fall short with us It's all force like Air Ones some waves, some air guns. The days of the fair one is over, foe. Cast is coated and foe below itself. I go toe to toe. Wondering if it's for the art or for the dough. Though I know to grow, a nigga gotta learn to let go. Though I know the dough, I gotta bring back to the ghetto. Arrows on tarot cards pointing to the grind. Pole living in more prisons. Pointing to my mind, shine a light up. Twist my fist tight, holding the right up. Freedom fighting dark gear for the years to get brighter. Situations and jaws get tighter. My man trying to get this way to hide up. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama lay. So I had to dig what I had to dig, cause I had to give. I'm up all night, getting my money right, until the bloom of whites. Now the money comes slow, but at least a nigga knows slow motion better than. MCs and actors that season capture moments like the camcorder. You ain't killing it, Joe. That's manslaughter. Though paper can't change a man's aura, it can feed a man's daughter. I stand for the blue collar on the side, making a few dollars. Like Sam Jack, they maneuver through drama. Like, I, I know I could yeah. make it right if I could just follow my pride, but I can't run away and put my gun. Let it ride. No, no, not tonight. See, I can't run away. You put my gun away. You.
And uh, just got to give a quick shout out to uh, a ledger scan. Go there, check out what bills is being passed and uh, all that good shit in your city, your state, and all of that. We need to get on top of these uh, politicians out here. They got too much power for us not to be uh, paying attention to all this shit they got going on. And we out. Yeah.